The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Freaking first cut. Welcome to the First Cup Podcast. I'm Rick Gaiman, and this is your round one recap for the American Express. And joining me to break it all down, Kyle Porter is here. KP, what up, big guy? Rick, you look so you look so good. I'm just I'm astonished. You got this new camera. You look phenomenal. We're we're working on it. Yes, thank you. We got the new camera. We got the new setup. Got a couple of tweaks to make, but uh, yeah, yeah, trying to, trying to improve. Well, let's go. Let's let's you know. I think make some improvement. We're having we're having a poster war right now. I've got I've got two Augustas. <laughs> You've got one. Have, I've got one Augusta. You're, you're winning. Yeah, you're a little bit. You're more uh, course diverse than I am, which is is good yeah. To see. I've got St Andrews. I see Sawgrass, Pebble, Tory, and Augusta. So yeah, I've got a nice, I, nice mix there. If you start digging deep for like background stuff online for like golf, it, there's some pretty good stuff out there. I, I don't. Yeah. I wish I remembered some of the guys' names off the top of my head, but there's some there's some cool like posters and artwork and stuff. Yeah, there's some. Uh, I saw like a one of one hand drawn Ben Hogan, uh, you know, every part of his swing, and I was like, oh my god, like I I need this right now. I can't afford it, but like it was <laughs> un- it was un- it was un- the guy wanted like five thousand dollars for it or something, and I was like, that's awesome. I appreciate the work. Uh, not my, for me. <laughs> my father and my father in law is an artist, and he's he's pretty good, and uh, I might I might commission him. Maybe maybe he'll do it for like five hundred instead of five thousand. <laughs> Right, yeah. Chop a, chop a zero off of this. Before we jump into the American Express, we've reached that point of the year where there's a lot, a lot of sports going on at once. NBA, college hoops, hockey, remember hockey, not to mention the NFL playoffs, which is why we wanted to tell you that the CBS Sports app and how it's not just the best scoring app for your phone, but also where you get your breaking news alerts, your stories by us, your standings, your schedules, your team pages, and all of that sportsy digital stuff you are used to. And of course, if a game is airing on CBS, that means it's streaming on the CBS Sports app. Download the app for every article by that man right there, Kyle Porter. Every episode of this podcast, The First Cut, a live leaderboard for the PGA Tour, and every other sport, go download it or re-download it again if you were naughty and you deleted it at some point. Whew. Nobody would ever delete that app, Kyle. I'm positive of it. It just got a uh, it just got a kind of an upgrade. It, it looks it looks great. It's I, love it. I mean I, I've used it for a long time, but the look of it now is it's really solid. I've had people that don't work for CBS. It's like, Hey, you, your, your app is really good. So, so I can't, I probably shouldn't say who, because 
he's part of an, a different app, but it's, you get it. yeah, you it's get a good endorsement. Yeah, I love it. Uh, there was a golf tournament today and an American Express broke out KP low scores abound. And it was Brandon Hagee at the end of the day, who is your first round leader, 29 years old and replaced John Rahm in this field. Nice way to get in and then also start taking advantage of it. So I love Brandon Hagee. I, uh, I remember watching him at the 2015 U.S. Open at Chambers Bay. He was in that field. I think he was right after he turned pro, maybe, or right before. I, I don't know. Uh, and he is he's an unbelievable driver of the ball. Like, just it, it is, his driver, his swing is just astonishing. Now, it hadn't translated. Like, his career has been uh, pretty – it's been very corn fairy-ish, right? He's had, you know, a little bit of – he's never won as a pro. He's not. He's a bad iron player. I was looking at some of his numbers on data golf. I didn't realize how bad he was with his irons, and that's what he did well. You know, he talked about that with um, oh, uh, uh, George Savrikas after the round. Yep. Uh, just how how he was doing what he wanted to do with his irons on Thursday, and that's something that you know clearly he struggles with if you look at the numbers. But you know, around that place, uh, Mark Allen said this earlier in the week. If you if you can kind of be a little wild with the driver, as long as you're deep, and he's certainly deep. So um, while it's surprising that he made ten birdies, probably right. I don't know that it's super surprising that his kind of style of play is one that fits this course. Yeah, he's certainly deep enough. I always love these guys who you know they get in uh, maybe late in the week, whether it's a Monday or a Tuesday, and they almost take it as a an opportunity just to freewheel it, right? Like almost like I shouldn't have been in this field uh, or maybe I shouldn't have been in this field and now I can go out and, and get a start under my belt. And we've seen that a couple of times over the years where guys will go on and if not win, they'll contend. And and I think that that might be what he's dealing with right now. I mean, the, the recent form leading into this event is not good. It's a lot of missed cuts. He finished 67th at the Safeway. Uh, but here he is getting an opportunity and so far so good. Yeah, I think, I think that's especially true if, and I don't know if he is struggling mentally, but if you're struggling mentally, it can just be like your talent. You just let your talent take over. I mean, this is what we've heard Jordan Spieth talk about this of like just letting athleticism take over. And that's what, you know, Hagee has a ton of talent in one skill specifically. So I think that might play into it. Do you know what his career earnings are, by the way? I was looking this up on, uh, so it's, it's not, it, it's the Yahoo page. So it's worldwide. It's not just PGA tour. How old? So he's 29. How many years has he been a pro? I think six. Um, I would guess. Oh man, I'm both so bad at this. 1.4. Ooh, ooh, it's 1.8. Oh, I was gonna say, I was gonna, I started at two and I was like, that seems that seems like too much. Let me work myself down here. Okay, so 1.8 million is his career. Yeah, and his his best finish on the PGA tour was a T5 at the Canadian Open back in 2017. So, you know, it's not, there's not a ton of staying power there. Um, right. But, you know, like you, you were kind of alluding to this, like we've seen guys even here, Andrew Landry's not, he's not a very good golfer and he just goes lights out for one week. I mean, I was, I was looking at Andrew Landry's uh, data golf page from like mm -hmm. the last three years and there's like, or two years, I guess. There's like one outlier. <laughs> it's like the American Express. You know, everything's negative, negative. It shows all the rounds and it's negative, negative, negative. And then it's like four positives just at the American Express. So maybe that's what will happen to, to Brandon Hagee this week as well.
I encourage you if you're a kind of struggling, maybe average below average PGA tour golfer, take your four best rounds of the year and put them all in one event. <laughs> that is uh, some good advice for you. Cause it would come in super handy, lock up the card, you know, solidify the bank account a little bit. Just make sure they all come in the same week. That's, that's how you do it. KP. Yeah. It's easy. You just, <laughs> you, you, and I mean, we're joking about it, but like <laughs> it's, like golf is, I, and you hear this all the time. Like, I want to be more consistent. I want to be more consistent. And I get what guys are saying. I get why Xander's like, I want to raise the floor. And JT's like, I want to raise the floor. And for those guys, it's a little different. But if you're a Brandon Hagee, you, you do not want to be consistent because your consistency is like pretty mediocre. You want, you want volatility. Right. You want to be really bad because who cares? And then you want to be really good so that you get a win and you start getting into more events. So I think that's yeah. one kind of, uh, I don't know, dirty secret, I guess, of the PGA Tour. Yeah. Well, cut, cut every corner, try to cut every corner, try to go for every pin. And when it all works out, it it it, it helps in a big way. Uh, Benny on. Seven under round yes. of sixty-five, and and both of these guys, both Hagee and Benny on, played the Nicholas Tournament course. Last time I checked, uh, it was about a stroke easier. That's Oliver in the background, uh, and for Benny on, it is always about the putter. KP, and from what I can tell, without the shot link data, he did not have to do much putting today. No, he did not. I uh, it, it did end, I think, right out of stroke easier. Uh, is Oliver okay? Oh yeah, wow! That's there my is, wife. And, that's my wife and dog running through the back of the frame because I'm a real that professional was, here. <laughs> if you're if you're listening to the podcast, you need to get on YouTube at the like 7:30 mark and just just check out what's going on. Uh, I don't even know. Look, so so I was I was looking at Hagee and I was looking at Ben on and Ben on is it's astonishing how good he is from T to Green. It really is. Like we talk about it all the time, and then you look at the numbers and it's like. Oh my gosh. Like even around the green, he's really good. And it's just the putter's so it's we talk about it being bad. It's almost it's it's hard to like put into context how bad it is. Yeah. And so he just he's so easy to fall in love with, like a Russell Henley, like some of these guys that are great ball strikers. Because when it because when he's like being average, like I presume he did today at the Nicholas course, you're like, yeah, he's gonna win, you know. I I haven't checked. Is he the favorite? He probably should be. Um, I haven't seen the updated odds yet. I don't think he's gonna be the favorite. I bet you. Well, what did Tony Fee now finish at? Did Tony get to five? No, he fell back to four. Uh, okay, so then he might not be. So Siwoo, Patrick Reed are the co-favorites. Uh, there you go. Benny. Producer Jacobs got it here. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Okay. So Fina, okay, Finau, Reed, and and Siwoo. Siwoo was essentially the lowest score that was shot at the stadium course, which obviously goes a long way when it's a, a shot more difficult. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised that 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 uh, Ben On's at at uh at 20 to 1. Well, you talk about, I mean, listen, you talk about the staying power, right? And there's no secret that what he does poorly, like, like, okay, we don't know how he put it today because we don't have the shot link data. I assume it was something close to zero or better because that's how he goes out and shoots a 65 or he's just firing darts and he doesn't need to really do much after that. Um, and, and to your larger there are different degrees of bad putters. Like there is a lot of bad putters on the PGA tour, but the guys that are so that it's so detrimental to their game are Ben on Sergio Garcia, Hideki, uh, Keegan Bradley, like those guys, which, which I always think is hilarious. Like they know they're bad putters and mm -hmm. 
and you know they work on that more than anything and it still isn't all that you know that still doesn't improve like that to me i wonder if it's almost just like they can't read putts you know what i mean like i don't know what it is yeah i don't either he's i didn't realize he's never won on the pga tour he he finished i think it was like runner up at memorial a couple years ago was that when cantley won yes like two years ago would have been was 20, 2019 i think okay i think it was 20 yeah okay um so yeah i don't who knows but yeah it is a good point about the difference like siwoo playing on the uh on the stadium versus the nicholas uh the korean guys were awesome today you had siwoo you had been on and there was somebody else up there for a while i can't remember who else was up there but they were all kind of lights well, out even even yeah even sung jay played well kh lee there's sung there's jay. like yeah. five four or five korean guys inside the top uh, well, all tied for 15th or better. Yeah, they, they played really well. And there are one, two, uh, basically four four of the 14 best rounds were on the stadium course. So those guys got moving. The rest of them, the other 10, were from the Nicholas course. So obviously they're going to switch tomorrow. And that's really when, uh, you know, it's one thing to say, okay, they shot a 64 today, they shot a 65 today. When, when, when they get through 36 and everybody's played one round at each, that's when I start to be like, okay, where are we at in this whole thing? Who's got the staying power? Who's who's ready to rock and roll? Yeah, no, it's it's a good point. Um, God, I was going to say something else. I can't remember what it was. Uh, That's okay. I don't know. I'm still thinking about your dog and wife running through the background. Okay, so here's the thing. So this room doesn't have a door in it yet. So we have – so there's a door coming right over here. There's going to be a door, uh, a glass door, but they have to get it installed. So we're waiting two weeks for parts. So we try to keep the dog quiet. Amazon constantly comes while we're recording podcasts. <laughs> I know what I'm going to say. I heard – did you hear Trevor Trevor Immelman talk about how he asked Sanjay if he was playing next week? <laughs> No, I did not. It's like, why, why did, why, why did you ask him that? He, he was, jo- he was kidding about like how Sanjay's not, you know, he doesn't talk a ton. He's just like, yes, no, yes, no. And he, and he, he said he asked him, uh, "Are you playing next week?" I was like, "What? Like, what? Why would you ask that?" Yeah, is there, uh, is there any precedent for him not playing next week? <laughs> uh, all right, we're gonna have to do Jacob. Yeah, we'll have producer Jacob bring these odds back up and we can kind of uh, speculate a bit here. So those those three guys at the top. So it's Patrick Reed, Siwoo Kim, Tony Finau, each at 12 to 1. Finau got on a stretch of six birdies in a row, which I think I saw was his second longest streak ever. He did fall back to uh, four under. So he's part of the trio at the top. And then the two guys after that are a couple of big boppers, Cantlay and Sungjae Im. Cantlay got off to a hot start, KP, but kind of, I don't want to say struggled the rest of his round, but a lot of that damage was done early. And then Sungjae was actually even deeper than what he finished at, and he gave one back at the end. Anybody in here that interests you? I think Finau probably. You know, he was he was uh, 9 to 1. I was watching this the live odds, and he was 9 to 1 before he missed that putt on, I think he was on 18. He made bogey to fall back to 4 under. You know, he, he watching him is crazy because – it looks like he has such control over the ball. Like, and I think it's partly because the swing's so short. It's so short and so quick. And you're just like, it doesn't even look like, it looks like you're like flipping, you know, like mm-hmm. you talk about hitting a flip wedge. He hits like flip drivers. I mean, it's, it's, it's insane. <laughs> like it's, it's crazy to watch. And so I, I, you know, again, at a, at a course that fits, 
the, the fit there is for the for the guys that are long, guys like Cameron Champ who played terrible, guys like Hagee and guys like Finau. So I, I would uh, – and Sue was a good driver as well. If Reed, by the way, who's one of the co-favorites, he was not very good. He led the field in putting, which mm-hmm. kind of saved him, but he didn't hit the ball very well at all. He had a seven on his card too. So uh, I don't know. I like Finau. I think he had a seven on a par five too, which is like, dude. Yeah. Come on, what are you doing? Uh, so, you know, it, it's always it's always a bit hairy and scary when we're like, ah, oh, no, Finau's the guy to win this, no problem. He's gonna be like, <laughs> he's gonna, he's gonna, he's got this. But I will say this: so we've got half the field that played on the stadium course today. Fourth in strokes gained, Tita Green is Tony Finau. He lost uh, three tenths of a stroke putting. Actually, Andrew Landry, Andrew Landry was third. He gained three and a half strokes from TD Green. He lost two and a half putting. Um, so yeah, I I I would agree that Finau is the the guy, but it's Tony Finau. Well, you can get, but you can get it now, get it to Sunday, and then you can hedge it, right? Yeah, that's a good point. Um, you know, hedging becomes so difficult because there's there's especially in golf because there's not a binary result, right? It's not like it's not like it, you, this team either wins and covers or it doesn't. Can I short him? Yeah, there you go. Short him just like at the field. Yeah. You know, the other guy that intrigues me is uh is Max Homa. And you know, maybe I'm I don't know, I, I like him, so maybe I'm biased, but it just seems like I was looking at his OWGR finish over the last five years or whatever, and every January one, he's been better than the previous January one. It seems like he's just getting progressive and kind of quietly getting progressively better. Uh, now, does that mean he's going to win this tournament? No, uh, pro- probably not. But at 22 to 1, he played pretty decent on Thursday. I think he's, I don't know, I think he's an interesting guy because I don't think he's the kind of plucky, like Twitter guy who I can't believe he won a, a PGA Tour event anymore. I think he's like a, just a pretty good player on the tour. Was it? I can't remember if it was right before the shutdown or right after the reset. I think it was before the shutdown. He was awesome. He was. Yeah piling up top 15 finishes three four in a row him and joel damon were just like piling them up at the time and we're like this is the natural progression for him and he could never rekindle that after the restart And you wonder if this four five six weeks off or whatever he took off he he was kind of able to get dialed in again and hopefully he gets back to that form that we saw before the shutdown happened yeah it was kind of the it was kind of rory light you know it was kind of the same thing that that happened to Roy. He was T9 at Farmers, T6 at Waste Management, T14 at Pebble, T5 at, at Riviera. That's and, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, he 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 got all the way up to 71st in the world, um, which for him is uh, I don't know if that's the I don't that's probably not the highest he's been, but it's up there. And then yeah, just a bunch of miscuts after uh, after the the restart. But uh, I don't know, 22 to one. He's kind of interesting there. All right, we'll be back again. Friday evening after 36 holes, we'll get a cut and we'll break it all down again. And we'll be back after every single round that right there. That's Kyle Porter. You can follow him on Twitter at Kyle Porter CBS. You can follow me at Rick run. Good. This has been the first cut and we'll catch you next time.
a very bright shining light, Sarajevo, and they needed to kill that light. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. U2, they represent a personification of our resistance. The Hollywood Reporter hails Kiss the Future, moving and inspirational. Kiss the Future! Viva Sarajevo! Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.